Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Talk for tonight, Wednesday, August 14th, 2013. It's 11 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1 646 381 4860 or email me your questions to info at stewthewineguru.com or stewthewineguru at me.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like to at Stu the Wine Guru on Twitter and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners globally for getting the word out about the show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, the videos, magazines, and the TV shows I'm currently a part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo, Examiner.com, and Simply the Best Magazine. Check out my next article in Simply the Best Magazine, the September-October issue, which should be coming out at the end of this month. Uh, It's a lifestyle magazine available on newsstands, Barnes & Noble, and fine bookstores near you. All my wine articles are now available on any smartphone. Just download the Hello Vino app, and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. Of course, again, number to call in, 1-646-381-4860. Or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email your questions to stewthewineguru at me.com. You can also go on Twitter, as I mentioned earlier, and tweet your questions. Uh, I want to say for tonight's show, which I'm pretty psyched about, uh, I've gotten a lot of, uh, I've got some people that have asked me a lot of questions in regards to my guest. Um, I have some emails I'm going to get to. Uh, I have some tweets that have come in, so I'm trying to get to them as well. And of course, my questions for my guest, uh, I'm going to give you just a little hint here uh, as to who will be on. And if you're a music enthusiast, uh, some of this will sound familiar to you. Um, I certainly have. wanted you to get just a little taste of the amazing musicianship 
of my guest that will be on tonight. Uh, he actually, the amazing thought about this is that he was the alternative to the alternative music scene um, back in the 90s. And, uh, you know, there weren't many people, if any, that were doing anything like what he was doing. Being a bass player, I can tell you, uh, he is a, a major influence uh, on bassing technique. Uh, he's, uh, you know, the amazing thing is that he's uh, an incredible musician, but when you listen to the music that he plays, I mean, that comes to the forefront. His playing is just spectacular. So uh, uh, I want to, I'll just go into a little bit about him. Um, he's, in, as I mentioned, he's an incredible musician. He's collaborated with some of the best names in the music business, everyone from Tom Waits, uh, Trey Anastasio of uh, Fish, Stuart Copeland of the Police, to actually auditioning for Metallica at one point when their bass player um, unfortunately had to be replaced. He's a very influential bass player in the history of the instrument. In many bass players' opinions, uh, he happens to also produce some great wine with uh, Claypool Cellars. He's one, the one and only Les Claypool, and he'll be joining me shortly on the show. Again, if you have your questions that you want to ask, you can email them to stewthewineguru at me.com. You can also tweet them to at stewthewineguru on Twitter. Uh, I, I'm just checking Twitter right now. It seems like there's uh, – I have a, one or two questions that I'll be getting to. Of course, as always, I'll be going to my questions as well that I have. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that everybody in the chat room that gets involved also gets a chance at, uh, at some questions. I'm just checking at the moment. So, um, you know, being somebody that formerly was in uh, the music business, uh, I, you know, for many, many years, uh, I've watched a variety of different styles of music come and go. Um, the amazing thing about Les is that he's been consistent in the industry because of his being so unique. Uh, let me just see. Uh, we have a call here. I'm just going to see if I can take this call. Hello, hello. Les? Yes. Oh, fantastic. I want you to uh, welcome to my show, Les Claypool. Les, I really appreciate you joining us tonight and my listeners. Um, thank you very much in advance, of course. And uh, let me let you know how this will work. Uh, I have questions for you. Uh, my listeners have tweets, uh, emails. Um, so, And I'm not going to go in any particular order with it, so I'm just going to kind of feel them as we go. Um, the website for all that is Les Claypool, www.lesclaypool.com. Uh, you can go to claypoolsellers.com as well to find out about Les's wine. Uh, where to start? Okay, let me ask you a question. What this one comes to mind? What is your favorite song if you have one to play live? <clears throat> you know, I'm not real big on favorites. Um, Got it. You know, it's uh, it, it's difficult to pick um, what what is what, you know what song pleases you more uh, as a as a performer. Um, I mean, I can say there are certain songs that make it into the set list 
uh, on, on a more regular basis. Um, for Primus, one of those songs would be uh, those damn blue-collared tweakers that tends to make it in there quite a lot just because it's, it's a very comfortable song to play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for uh, you know one of my sets, the Claypool set, you know, Red State Girl uh, has always been a good one to play. Um, but, you know, there, there's there's so many. And, and they, I mean, I've been at it for so long. I've got so damn many songs, and I'm playing with so many incarnations of so many different people all the time that, um, you know, it all stays pretty fresh. And when it doesn't, I have, a, I have uh, you know, quite the catalog to draw from. To, uh, that you do. You know, if I need to put something to sleep for a little while while we go do something else, you know. Sure. I, you know, I, I got to ask you a question. So were you always a wine guy? I mean, did, when did you get an interest in, in wine? How did that start? Well, I mean, for me, back in the old days, our uh, our sound man was way into uh, Napa cabs, and we'd go to, mm-hmm. you know, we'd go to nice dinners out on the road, and he'd pour up some of these wines, and I'd just kind of go, oh, what, you know, okay, great. <laughs> I didn't really care. <laughs> Um, but I moved to the Russian River Valley about 18 years ago. When I moved up here, it was yep. all apple orchards, and I've slowly watched the apple orchards disappear and Pinot Noir uh, vines uh, take their place. And during that time, you know, folks would come to my house uh, for various events, barbecues and whatnot, and they'd show up with their wares or their neighbor's ware. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it's like living in Hollywood. You can't live in Hollywood without knowing people in the in the entertainment industry you know while i'm up here in the wine country and a lot of my friends and fishing buddies and whatnot they're coopers and vineyard managers and winemakers and then you know there's 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 it's it's such a big industry up here so i was a big pothead for a long time and i was realizing that the old the old uh, memory banks were uh, you know my hard drive was becoming fragmented and i didn't want (laughs) to i didn't want to uh not remember my children's uh, uh, experiences Maine? when they were little, so I I, I I backed away from that and started. You know, you gotta you gotta balance things out. So I, I of course replaced that with the fine purple liquid that tends to flow through my neighborhood. There you go. I like. May, may I say, not only lyrically do you work the words well, but also just conversationally. I enjoy how you ex- you know express things in yourself. It's great. It really, really is. Um, I can see how you, you uh, it translates from one to the other. Um, I guess where I you know we'll, I'll, I'll take a, a couple emails here and all that. Uh, I have one from this first one is from uh, Stefan or Stefan. I hope I'm saying this right. Eight eight two of Corpus Christi, Texas, and he asks, who do you think is an up and coming music act? that we should listen listen for. I first want to thank Stefan882 of Corpus Christi for your question, and you want to field that one? Uh, I would say Django Reinhardt. <laughs> but, you know, Django was kind of up and coming, you know, 100 years ago. Up and coming, <laughs> yes. Wait, okay. But, you know, that's that's my favorite up and comer. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. How the hell do I know? I don't, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. You know? Can I ask you a question? I tend to not know these things. You know, my my kid, my uh, my daughter, she's always playing this new stuff for me, and it's most of it's just you know, this horrible pop music that she subjects me to. Right. Um, so I don't really know. Um, you know, I stumble across people every now and again, but um, 
you know, I'm an old fogey, and so I listen to, I, you know, I, I listen to I'm more old fogey music now than I ever did in my life. You know, I don't even listen to, like, classic rock. I'm listening to, like, you know, Django Reinhardt, you know, so. Right. Um, the other plumber. <laughs> and the McGee brothers are on the stereo right now, so. Wow. I love that. That's great. That was a great answer, because it's like now. Is it a great answer? <laughs> yeah, you blew somebody completely out of the water. This guy's like. Okay, I gotta look up Django. How do you spell that? Reinhardt? What was that? <laughs> um, well, I have a friend that just named her baby. Well, she had a baby this last year and named her baby Django after Django Reinhardt. And then, of course, you right. know, two months later, the film Django came out, which has nothing to do with Django exactly. Reinhardt. So she has to no, keep explaining to people. You know, yes, I'm, it's not because of Quentin Tarantino. It's because of one of the greatest guitarists that ever walked the face of the earth who who, who only had two fingers to play with on his left hand, you know, so. Absolutely, absolutely. So so this kid's head just exploded. It's now Stefan. It's good to explode kids' heads, you know. it's I, 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 My son is very much, it's funny because my daughter is very much into all this pop culture and whatnot, and it's fine, you know. She's some, she she turns me on to stuff every now and again. They're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, right. But my son, he's he tends to he's into all these things that I'm into, and it's it's kind of cool, you know. He can put his he, we go in yeah. his car, and he puts his iPod on. I'm like, oh, all right, that's cool. I like that, and I can turn him on to a lot of this, you know. He, I turned him on to Vernon Dalhart of all people, you know, and he's got his banjo out and he's playing Big Rock Candy Mountain. So wow, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm loving that. Um, so that that kind of takes me to a question that I had. So if we were to look at, listen to your iPod right now today. What would we find? I'm going to say obviously Django Reinhardt would be on it. That's obvious. But what well, would I'm be listening to my I'm listening to my iPod right now, and it's the McGee Brothers. Okay, so it's McGee Brothers. Okay, there you go. Banjos are flying. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, uh, the next one I have here. This is another email. It, it comes from Tova Sheket of Tel Aviv, Israel. And Holy says, mackerel! How do you? Yeah, there you go. How, you know, you're. Your music is global. Um, I was in Israel. I was two years ago. I, I played there with um, with my band, with the Claypool band. We had oh, a wonderful. great time. It, yeah, they, and, and her question is, um, how do you approach writing your, your songs? Do you write the lyrics first or music first? <clears throat> you know, it's always different. There's no real mm-hmm. formula to it except for just waiting for some form of, of, of inspiration. You know, And I've been hitting the... Ginkgo biloba lately, and it's kind of interesting because it's really firing my synapse. And so I've been kind of, I've been, I've been very inspired lately, which is pretty incredible. Um, there's no real formula to it. Sometimes it's, sometimes you have a lyric that you just build off of, and sometimes you have a riff that you build off of, and sometimes you, you take two pieces. Like with Tommy the Cat is a great example of this from many years ago. You know, I had this whole "Say Baby You Want to Lay Down song, With Me" thing. By the way. In my song. in my head, I had this whole line, the "Say Baby You Want to Lay Down With Me," and I thought, well, that's kind of a you know, it's kind of a p- party, sexy thing, but then that's not really my thing. You know, how how can I make this come across as something that's more my thing? So I created this character, Tommy the Cat, that was somewhat based on a guy I used to be in a band with. And then I had this bass line that was just this, this, this you know, locomotive going down the tracks bass line. And I thought, oh, man, those two things together would be incredible. But playing them and singing them at the same time was almost impossible. So I had to sit there and force myself to, to to I just did it and I just kept kept trying to cram this square peg into the round hole and then I finally got it, was able to get it in there and it's been there ever since. So yeah, it's it's always different. That's a great you know? example, by the way. 
I've seen that's there's, a no, there's no real formula to it except for when it's flowing, go with the flow. Right. Okay, so now I have a tweet. Let's go to that. Uh, this is from Bill James Lee. the Wine Guy. And it says, I see. So what did you just say, James the Wine Guy? Yes. <laughs> that's his name. All right. James the Wine uh, he's a he's a tweeple of mine, if I can use that vernacular. He's a tweeple. Uh, it says, I see a GSM amongst his Pinot Noirs. How did this come to be? Also, will he be at Family Winemakers this weekend? So James is obviously from the wine country, and um, thus the wine guy. And uh, he wants to ask you about your GSM amongst your Pinot Noirs and Family Winemakers this weekend. Well, first let me use the word shant, which means I shan't be at the Family Winemakers this weekend because I actually have some Dua de Twang shows down in Southern California, so I'm heading I'm heading out of town. Um, okay. As far as the GSM, we don't have a GSM. We have a a, a Rhone blend. We don't call it GSM because that, that implies Australia. And not that I have nothing against Australia, but I like... I like the Rhone blends better than the GSM. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, and so, so yes. nothing against Australia. I agree. <laughs> okay, there you go. I love Australia. I'm going there in November. I'm excited. Yeah, um, absolutely. But we, we don't want to. Uh, we don't want to. I, 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 our... you know, I like the uh, the uh, the the subtlety and the delicacy of 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 a of the Rhone blend more so than than mm-hmm. the Australian approach. But anyway. Uh, I started getting into these to these Rhone blends um, a, a while back, and I thought, you know, we've been doing this Pinot, doing this Pinot. Um, let's try doing a Rhone blend, and we stumbled across some amazing fruit out of Lake County up off of this ridge that overlooks Canocti Harbor. And we started making this this juice, and it 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 came out it was it, was, it came out great. But to be honest with you, it's been such a pain in the ass to to do it, mainly just because of 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 getting the fruit and more logistical than anything that we're, we're phasing it out after this next year. So 11 is going to okay. be the last year of the, um, we call it the fancy pachyderm, um, the fancy blend, but it's the, uh, it's our own blend. And it's, and then the last year we're going to do it as which is a shame because I really like it. And we have some, some, some fans of that particular juice, but we've just brought on Ross Cobb, um, who's, Uber Pinot Guru and Katie Wilson, who's up and coming Uber Pinot Guru, onto our team, and we really want to focus on the Pinot. So, gotcha. And listen, I want everybody to go to the website and 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 uh, and check out your wines and and uh, you know where are they available so this way I can let people know and they can run to their wine retailer and or um, you know order online as well. Well, they can run to their wine retailer and buy some you know. Some William Salyum or some <laughs> or some flowers, gotcha. but they won't be able to find ours. Um, most of our sales are direct, so it'd be online. Got it. Um, we are in some in some. We're, we're pretty selective as to where we we put the wine because we we try and uh, sell most of it direct. I saw some <laughs> but it is in some high-end right? restaurants around NorCal. Uh, yes, I saw that. And, and it is in, it is a few wine shops, but it's it's mainly NorCal. You know, we haven't really we haven't really spiraled too much outside of NorCal. We've had a lot of requests for it. I have many yeah. friends in the restaurant biz all over the country. Some of my favorite restaurants in the world, and it's just so far because we're a boutique. Um, 
winery, you know, we've we've this next this in 2012, our 2012 vintage, I should say, we're leaping up right. to a thousand cases, which is a huge thing for us. We've always been five, six hundred cases, so potentially our 12s, which will be coming out in 14, that's the way it works, right. um, should be more readily available because we'll probably start working with some distributors. But still, the majority of it will be direct through 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 the wine club. And then that's a reason why people want to come to the to your uh, vineyard and check it Our, out. The fancy booze right. caboose. Absolutely. We I have a we have a caboose that's okay. that's that where where we sell all of our all our goods and we have a lot of events and there's and you can join Les, which is the League of Extraordinary Slurpers. Um, yes, I saw that. That's great. <laughs> that's our that's our wine club. So, um, you know, I mean, for me, the whole notion of doing this, um, a really good friend of ours had a winery called Rochambeau, and they were known for throwing these amazing parties that combined art and and music and and eclectic um, expression with wine. And I was so inspired by that. Uh, that's that's what we try and do is we have we have these events. You know, we we have these the, one of our best events, and there's a big video about it on our website, which is pretty hilarious. Is is my my partner is Polish. He's he's one of my best friends, and we have these sauerkraut parties, and who the hell ever thought, you know, pairing sauerkraut with, with Pinot Noir, and it's spectacular. Right. It's one of the best events of the year, and and obviously we do some music events as well, but sure. it's it's all about just, just trying to have a good time here and well, make some you know, spectacular I, juice. I think that's that's it. You know, that's what it comes down to. I think one goes hand in hand. I mean, there's a reason why I call this the Music Meets Wine series is because, you know, there's a lot of people who have gotten – gotten it, if you will, uh, to make it simplistic, in that there's that immediate connection. You know, you can listen to music and you can drink wine and uh, moods can change and you can, you know, you, it, just, it takes you, it transports you. And so it's, it's an amazing thing. Both have that property to do that. Music transports you one way and, and, and wine can do, uh, you know, in, in other ways, and together, it's an amazing combination. So, I guess what I'm getting at is, is that add food into that, or any type of, you know, something, you know, uh, uh, a taste sensation or sensory, uh, and it's it's even better. So, well, um, also there's a whole there's a whole new generation of folk that are that are 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 are, are getting into to wines and. Uh, and like anything else, uh, when, a, when, a, when a new wave of folk come along, they're not necessarily going to embrace the same notions as the older generation. And, um, you know, we're making the best wines we possibly can make. Um, you know, we have Ross Cobb and Katie Wilson, and Ross Cobb has huge accolades, and Katie's this rising star, and we're, we're sourcing incredible fruit, and we're packaging it in a way that that isn't stuffy. Um, right. And the idea is is to be able to to have um, enjoyable events, and like you said, create an environment where you can sit down with a nice bottle of wine that's actually a, a quality product, not just some some some. Uh, you know, easily attainable, easy to swill, you know, sugary juice. Um, right. And you can sit there and have an experience with your friends, and watch a film, or eat some food, or you know, I mean, it's like the, it's like this whole the, the whole uh, um, this whole. I, I don't know if you if you have it out where you are, but but the, all these 
these these food trucks. They have these gourmet food truck rallies now out here yes, on the we west do. coast. Yes, we do. That's an amazing yes. thing. It's like you're taking <laughs> a street level approach to 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 very high end um, palatable food, you know, and it's it's an incredible thing, and that's that's was our intent with the juice, and it wasn't necessarily, oh, we're trying to create this amazing business model as much as, hey, we're guys that really like good juice, and we want to hang out and have fun. Let's make some of our own, because cause when all is said and done, you ask me why I got into this, it's because we were drinking a lot of Pinot, and me and a couple of friends said, well, we should make our own. It'll be much cheaper that way, which was pretty much the stupidest thing I've ever said in my entire life, because it's costing me a fortune, <laughs> but, but we're having a great time. And that's it. And and meeting a lot of amazing people and turning a lot of people who normally wouldn't be into these types of things onto some really amazing juice. So Wow. Now I want to ask a music question. This is mine. Uh you work with some great musicians in the music business. So is there a wish list? Is there something out there in your mind or you know, that you say, you know, I've never worked with them but I would love to work with them because I think we'd be a great, it would be a great combination. And I mean, cause you, and I'm sure if you wanted to, you could make a phone call, you know, <laughs> certainly if you, if you thought, Hey, you know, you, you can reach out to that person. I mean, is there someone you really want to work with that you haven't? Well, as far as the phone call, I can make that phone call with some people, but some people still, you know, I'm think I'm the weird guy and they want to stay away from me. <laughs> um, right. the, um, you know, I've been very fortunate. That's been the most amazing part of my career for me is is the amount of of heroes that I've been able to meet, befriend and collaborate with. You know, whether it's Stuart right. Copeland or Bernie Worrell, um and the, the list goes Adrian Ballou, the list goes on and on and on. Oh, yeah. Um and uh for me that's 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 you know one of my favorite things that I have to put on my tombstone when I'm gone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, okay. as far as making a list of people, there's just, it, it seems like every week there's a new phone call or a new, or, or a, you know, a Mickey, Mickey, uh, old Dean Ween from Ween. He and I are working on this fishing show right now, you know, and we're, we've been doing some musical collaborating and it's, it's like, wow, this is pretty damn cool. You know? Right. Um, I'm doing this duo de twang thing where we have people people have been coming and sitting in, sitting in with us quite a bit and we're basically doing hillbilly versions of my tunes and primus tunes and and whatever and just sitting there basically what we're doing is we're sitting in a in a crowded room drinking telling jokes and playing acoustic music and it's it's kind of like just hanging you know it's like it's like hanging around the old yeah. campfire and it's it's and it's been pretty sweet. It's been I call it my vacation band, but it's been it's it's been it's been very cool. Um, and that's been bringing in people. You know, Jerry Cantrell came and sat in with us down in L.A. Nice. Um, you know, Warren Haynes. These different people have come mm-hmm. and just dropped in and 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 done stuff with us. So uh, as far as the wish list of people, I would have loved to have played with Bonham, but I kind of missed that boat. Um, sure, that would have been incredible. Um, you know, I got. I, I would. I would love to play with someone like Merle Haggard or Will, Willie Nelson. You know, I'd love to. I would love to do something with Peter Gabriel someday. I got. I was. I got to meet uh, and hang out with Elvis Costello a little while ago. I'd, I'd love to do something with him. You know, there's. It's. It's almost like. Who do I not want to play with? <laughs> <laughs> the longer list. You know. So. So let me ask you a question. If you, what would you be doing now, if you did not get into music? I would have been making films. Okay. 
I'm a, I'm a, you know, people ask me all the time who my heroes are, and they expect me to, you know, rattle off a list of bass players. But, you know, I rattle off film directors, you know, Aaliyah Kazan and Frank Capra and, and Kubrick and all these people. And that's, right. I love film. And I, I, made a, I made a feature film that we, mm-hmm. that we sold the National Lampoon, and it was a total disaster, but we just recently got it back. Um, and it was a huge pain in the ass, and it almost killed me. And it, uh, you know, uh, but I would do it again in a heartbeat. I, 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 enjoy, I really enjoy the process. That's why I really liked making videos back in the day. And I'm, I'm, right. I'm very, very visual. So, so, so let me ask you a question. This is this is one of my questions that I ask. See, all the questions that I ask, um, obviously, there's questions that you get from people from all over the world, and then there's this questions I ask every guest I have on my show. All the questions are completely unique and different. This is the one question that is not. Um, okay. If, okay, so you ready? All right. I'm ready. Uh, if I could be uh, any vegetable if, in the world, what would it be? Uh, you know, there it is. You took it. No, no, that's not <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> I've damn. had that one. <laughs> See, no, I've had that one more it. often than I would like, actually. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't I'm mean holding to up a raw shock your... test. What, what, I'm holding up a raw shock test. What do you see? No. Uh if if you could share a glass of your wine with anyone alive or passed on, who would it be and why? Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you who leaps to mind, and it's not really it's not really because of anything. And I've already kind of shared some wine with him. Um, I'm going back and forth with Getty Lee because Getty okay. is a big Burgundy guy. He really only likes Burgundies, and him and I have sort of debated back and forth about you know California. Pinots versus Burgundies, and you know Burgundies are, you know that's what that's what most that's what our winemakers are striving to make is a Bur- Burgundian style Pinot, you know. Right. Um, but a lot of these Californian Pinots, just like a lot of California microbrews, are these giant overextracted fruit bombs, and that just doesn't appeal to me, and it really doesn't appeal to Getty. So I'm right. trying to, you know, we got this new rosé that's just really unbelievable, spectacular. We only made 80 cases of it, and everybody's freaking out about it. And it's, I have a buddy who's French, and he's a psalm, and he has a restaurant, and he only likes rosé from Provence, and cool. and he loves this, and he was he was really blown away well, by it. Right. So now my goal is to try and get Getty some of this. Now I've been testing him back and forth, but we're trying to figure out, you know, how we can get it to Canada without paying huge duties. <laughs> For sure. um, but anyway, my goal is to get Getty to make a to make a bottle of wine that actually Getty likes. <laughs> so you think it's possible? Is that possible? I think so because Ross Cobb. Right. If anybody can do it. Ross Cobb can do it. Gotcha. That's well. I like that. You heard it here. The goal that Les has. <laughs> and, you know, here it was. I'm I'm thinking. You know, it's a glass of wine. It's going to be with you know someone from. Back in history, I mean, I've heard you have. You can't imagine. Well, I, that, that, I, I just gave you my knee jerk as soon as it popped into my head reaction. Sure, you know, if I could pick I someone throughout history, you know, maybe it would be Django. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Listen, that's 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 what I wanted. I wanted the the first thing that comes to mind. What you think of your guttural, you know, answer the one that comes from the from the gut. You know, great. Um, let's just see. I, I do have some other questions here, so I'll, I'll just get to the. I have one from Manischewitz. <laughs> Of Yorktown Heights, New York. Love that. Uh, what is your favorite wine to drink? I'm going to guess here before you say anything. I'm going to guess it's Pinot, but let's. I could be wrong, completely wrong. So go ahead. No, it's 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 Pinot. I'm I'm okay. Pinot is my Pinot is where my palate started. Pinot is is 
you know, it's not like I'm a, I'm an incredible wine uh, connoisseur or this huge bank of knowledge. I guarantee you, Maynard is way more knowledgeable than me. Um, I'm a student, and that's what to me is what's glorious about it. Is I, I feel like, it's feel like I feel like for me, it's the early days of of the music industry. Um, right. You know, I'm working on a record right now. I go in the studio. I know which buttons to push, which knobs to turn. I'm engineering it. I'm producing it myself. I know how to do it. Right. I've been doing it for a long time. I I can hear different things that you know, when my friends come over, they can't hear any of it. But with wine, it I'm I'm a newbie. I've been at it for a while now, and I know a lot more than I did. But, you know, Ross Cobb is the producer engineer right now. You know what I mean? And I'm learning from from him and Katie. Um, so, so, say in, in, so. My my palate begins with Pinot. So that's that's my that's my favorite. And obviously California Pinots, Sonoma Coast, Russian. Sure. <clears throat> but you know, I'm 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 learning as I go here. Well, and you know, and that's the, that's the amazing thing. You know, I, I've said this a million times over. Uh, um, you know. Listeners have listened to the show have heard me say, you know, you can go your whole life and never taste the same two wines twice. You know, there's so many, there's that, that many wines available to us. And it's the beauty because it's that first wine that you ever tried and the most recent one, it's that journey between those two that make everything worthwhile, that makes the, you know, makes this whole thing uh, that they call wine worthwhile, drinking, experiencing, you know, and, and everything about it. So, um, well, even if you drank yeah. the, if drank the same brand and the same varietal, uh, you know, even the same vintage, uh, every day, it's going to be a different experience because Always. as it moves through time and reacts, you know, it's a, it's a living entity, sure. and it, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's continually evolving and devolving sometimes, you know. So, correct. <clears throat> it's, you say that about milk or it, water. It, it, or, it's, or, it's, or, it's, like, it's like live music to an extent, you know. Great analogy. I like that. That's very true. That is wine is to is to evolution of the of the liquid, as music is to the evolution of sound. You know. Well, the thing is too that I've noticed as. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I said, did I just say that? I did say that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, another thing that I've noticed too as being, you know, what I'm good at is standing in front of a microphone with a four-string hunk of furniture in my hands and playing for people. And then I'm pretty good at going in the studio and twiddling the knobs and getting that on to whatever tape or hard drive or whatever format you happen to be. Um, that's right. what I'm pretty good. That's that's where I excel. <laughs> There's other things that I do okay. You know, I made my film. I wrote a novel, blah, blah, blah. I can do that okay. But where I excel is this other thing. Um, but the one thing I noticed in in in, in in becoming a part of the winemaking process and working with people that are are, are, are very good at this is it's so subjective, you know, it's like making a record, you know, or there are guys that want a little more kick drum in their mix. There's guys that want a little more pointy kick drum in their mix. There's guys that that want a round sounding bass. There's guys that want a a uh uh you know, more reverb or they want spring reverb. So they want you know, there's there's so many variables that go into creating that thumbprint that is that sound, and it's very, very true. similar with with winemaking. I was amazed how many variables they are and how subjective it is. So that when you do find these winemakers that do have a thumbprint, it's it's just as brilliant as stumbling across you know a Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, 
that I, I, I can I can see, again I see the comparison and it, and it's very very true um, and very well put by the way. Um, we've almost run out of time here. I you know I could keep going. I guess there's, there's so much. I mean again I just wanted to tell you I, I'm a bass player. Um, I, I play bass since I'm you know uh, maybe like ten or twelve or fourteen in that that age range, and uh, I I think you're an inspiration. I think you're an incredible musician. Um, and so, you know, not only to the instrument, but I mean, just in general, uh, as a, as a uh, you know, someone in the music industry, and and your and your imprint on it has been has been fantastic. I think the fact that you're unique, in and of itself, is what kept you around and relevant for as long as you've been around and relevant. And I and I and I I'm sure I don't even doubt this for a second. You'll continue to to do that and be that. Uh, in the industry for as long as you want to be, you know. Um, I thank you. I really appreciate you you coming on the show, and uh, and and talking with my listeners and 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 you know letting them know about you know everything about you and your music and 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 the wine and your 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 feelings about both. Um, I definitely love to have you come on again, and uh, I'm gonna have everybody go of course to to your website. I have them in my chat room so that people can actually click on them and and www.lessclaypool.com and www.claypoolsellers.com for everything about Les and everything about his wines. Please go and, and check them out. Uh, and and again, I really appreciate it. I really thank you for 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 being and taking your time out uh, tonight with us. Thank you. Well, so you much, are a, a, you are a very kind human being. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, and like I said, I listen. I, I, you can, you can come on anytime you want. You know, if you just let me know. Uh, and if there's any other of your friends in the music business that you know that you say, you know what, hey, this guy Stu's all right. You know, maybe you want to check him out and, and go on his show. Uh, I welcome them. Uh, well, let me can, let I, me end absolutely. by by undermining pretty much everything I said uh, this evening by by letting you know <laughs> that I'm, I'm I've been sitting outside as the sun's going down here in California. It's actually now down. Listening to um, the McGee brothers on the on the iPod and drinking a Coors Banquet beer. <laughs> That's great. That is perfect. That's a good way to end this. I like so that. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much, Les. Listen, have a great evening. Enjoy yourself, and uh, and we'll definitely talk again without a doubt. All right. Well, have a good one. Take care. Bye. That was Les Claypool of every incarnation from uh, Primus uh, to Buckethead, you name it. He is uh, a very interesting and eccentric and uh, very cool guy. I mean, just at the the end of the day, uh, I think he's very cool. I think he was a lot of fun. And I think he just, you know, was honest and just and did it, you know, just said what he felt. Uh, that's the end of the show. So I want to thank Les Claypool for coming on the show. I want to thank uh, all the people that emailed and uh, tweeted and uh, you know got into the chat room and were listening in from everywhere you were listening. Um, keep reading Simply the Best magazine on newsstands all over Florida and uh, for more of my wine articles and reviews. I've also done interviews for Rye TV in Italy, the Midlife Road Trip Show and Key West Kitchen, 
Links are posted on my website, www.speedthewinegroup.com. I'm answering your requests for in-home wine tastings here in South Florida and setting up my schedule to host them as time permits. Keep your requests coming. Uh, in addition to that, I've got some very cool, interesting things that will be coming out project-wise, um, most likely for the end of this year and the beginning of 2014. So definitely stay tuned. Check out the show. Keep listening. This will be available via iTunes within the next 24 hours, so you can check that out as well. And as I always say, uh, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stu the Wine Guru. Drink up. Have a good night. And now on...